and welcome to Game Day 9 Premier League Review Show. I'm Gav Mack, that's Stephen Cotton. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good, good. How are you? Had a good day? Yeah, it's been all right. Watching football, chilling with my daughter. Can't moan, can't moan. Love, love the old school, old school. It's a big man, little man to up top, the original. It is. Original selector. Um, you can follow you can follow us on on all social media at to a top football uh you can see it going across the bottom of the screen you can subscribe to our youtube channel please do really love it if you did uh www.youtube.com forward slash to up top football right then let's get into stuff eh? what have we just watched here liverpool three oh. leicester nil did you enjoy oh. that game cotton I enjoyed the first like 10 minutes of it because it looked like it was going to be a contest. And then as soon as Liverpool got that one goal, that, that was sort of it. I think Leicester, you could tell in this game, their game plan was, right, let's get the ball to Vardy. And they just couldn't get the ball to Vardy. So the game <laughs> just literally, it just ended there. Um, positives from watching the game. Jota looks like an absolute joke, doesn't he? He looks so good. Um so, uh, we banged on about him for ages, though, haven't we? We banged on about him for a long time when he was even at, when he was at Wolves and stuff. Look at what he was doing in the Europa League last year as well, scoring hat tricks for fun. You know, yeah. Jota's the guy; he's the real deal. And it's, I'm really happy that he has made a big move. It's just a shame that he's gone to Liverpool for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so someone, um, someone tweeted me saying uh, when he scored, it was like, oh, and you, and you said it wasn't the signing for Liverpool. I was like. No, never said that. I said it isn't the signing they needed. Needed. So they need centre difference. backs and midfielders. I didn't say they shouldn't sign him or it wasn't a good signing. But um, but yeah, honestly, as a neutral watching that game, I was really expecting a proper swashbuckling end to end affair, and it was just so flat, man. Yeah, just... man. I want I wanted the knees up with that game. I mean, like Stu Mitchell messaged me over from from America and was like, "Oi, three three on this game." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could feel that. I could really feel that." And it just it just didn't have it. You you were saying about, you know, you pump the ball up to Vardy and that sort of stuff. Liverpool are so known for playing such a high line, but after that tonking that they got from Villa, they've been they've had to be a bit more defensive. I know they've got hardly any defenders knocking about, but defensively they didn't really look that touched today. No, they didn't at all. Uh, Robertson had a good game for what he had to do. Uh, yeah. most of the reason that he had a good game was him going forward, not defending. Um yeah, I mean, Liverpool, the defence, like I just said, they did what they had to do, but there wasn't much for them to do. Um, there was mm. a couple of couple of crazy moments in the game, uh, starting off with Johnny Evans' own goal. He's just... Good header. So, it's good header. He's just so busy. He's it reminds me of um, Chicharito with, like, you yeah. know, like, was it against Arsenal when he scored Stoke. that? Back Stoke. Was it, he did it against Stoke. Yeah, back, yeah. Yeah, back, heel head, uh, um, back in the head, you know, like, sort it, of like curled it around in that. Good effort. But he's, he's, he's not watching the ball. He's so interested in Mane and just too interested in where the player's going and what he's doing. Now, when the cross actually drops, it does, it's not like he heads it in. It just kind of like hits him because he's not paying yeah. attention. He's, he's he's too busy checking where Mane's gone. Uh, mm. So that was 1-0. Uh, Jota scored to make it 2. Uh, it's a good, good goal. And then there was the only real thing of note in the game was Firmino... Firmino's goal that they've they've, uh, they've officially measured it. It was ten millimeters. That so ninety nine point two percent of the ball is over the line. I know, I know. Do you know what I don't but understand? Not, not the whole of the ball went over the line, so it's 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 frustrating, isn't it? But he made up for it seconds later. But so. do you know what I don't understand though? Like I was I got well I got well like annoyed about it 
He just stands there and looks at the ball. Yeah. Just, just thump it in. It's on the Do line. Do something. Like, yeah. Uh, but he, he, got, he, he got his goal on the end. It was absolutely towering header uh, in the 86th minute. Game was honestly done and dusted. As soon as the second goal went in, uh, that was pretty much it. Leicester mounted a bit of a, uh, a late comeback. I say comeback. It was They strung a few passes together and finally worked it into the box again. Um, mm. But that was about it. It was. It, do you know what? Liverpool won three nil. Comfortable performance for them. I don't think anyone really shone. I think Jota was good. Mano was what? snatching at cha- Mano was snatching what? at chances. Uh, yeah, could have squared it to Jota. He got greedy. Uh, Mano, Mano was very greedy today. He was very Salah with his performance. Yeah. I think I even mentioned it in the group. That's just something that Salah does. You know, Salah will if he's for on goal, he could, and it's not an easy opportunity. He'll still go for it anyway, rather than squaring yeah. it. And it's, it's frustrating. Mane's not about that, and I think that's why a lot of people prefer Mane. But now he's stepped into that, into those shoes right now, and it's like, yeah. mm, come on, mate, you should be doing better. But there's well, another injury for for Liverpool, and that's Naby Keita. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Big. a hamstring wasn't it? it looked like it looked like mm. a tight hamstring. So they're losing another midfielder, which means. Even when Fabinho comes back, he's got to go straight back into the defence now, rather than rather than midfield. So, I mean, what? But the problem is, we said this last week. What do Liverpool do? Because if they go out and buy anyone in January, by the time everyone's fit again, they're just going to be surplus. Unless they yeah. buy someone, unless they buy someone world class, that means when when that they all come back, that someone's not getting going to get back in the team, which I don't think is is what Klopp's about. So, I, it's just really unlucky for him at the minute, and. I think we touched on it a few weeks ago and I, and I was very against it because the bigger teams would profit from it. But I think seeing all the injuries coming from back from international break and just general wear and tear already in the league, going to have to bring the five subs back, aren't they? They're going to have to. Yeah, they brought it back in the EFL. So I don't understand why the EFL is so welcome to it. But then there's still a number of Premier League clubs that don't want it. And I think that is a fear factor from the bigger clubs, uh, from the smaller clubs, sorry, thinking that the bigger clubs are going to use that depth later on in the game in order to benefit from it. But at the moment, as you said, with the amount of injuries that are happening, it needs to be done. It needs to be done. Five subs need to come back. Um, There was an injury earlier on today to a player, but it had nothing to do with muscle tear or anything like that. Hold on. Before before we move on, I just want to say uh, congratulations to Liverpool because they've just uh, broke their uh, record for how how many Uh, games unbeaten. Yes, from 1979 till 1982, I believe. And it was uh, was Ray Clements as well, who was who is um, between the six those days and um, a shout out there, you know, um, recipes Ray Clements. And um, well done, well done. Um, James Whitkiss has uh, just said, uh, agreed, bigger clubs will benefit. Other clubs still have decent squad sizes as well, you know, and I think, you know, there are a couple of teams that are knocking around down the bottom that could benefit from having that extra sub, you know, just try and change things up a little bit. They have to be so astute with their changes so many times. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's a case of, I don't think it's a case of, like we said before, it's not a case of, of squad depth. It is a case of there's a massive difference when it's Sheffield United versus Aston Villa than when it's Sheffield United versus Man United. Or what the West Brom game, say the West Brom game yesterday, right? And mm. it's it's still nil-nil after 70 minutes. And then we when then off the bench we make five changes or whatever and we and we bring on we, we bring the players, we bring on Greenwood, we we bring on Pogba, we bring on Van. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, yeah. it's not about squad depth. It is the bigger clubs have an Arsenal on the bench where mm. 
that the smaller clubs do have players to bring on and use, but not to the calibre that the bigger clubs do have. Yeah, you said the word Arsenal, so it's a nice little transition into that. Um, Leeds nil, Arsenal nil. Um, I don't really think there's much to say on this game, other than the fact that Leeds should feel very hard done by today with their 20-plus shots. Uh, I think it was six on target in the end. Uh, they hit the woodwork 473 times, 473 times, was it? Yeah. Um, they, they, if, how, I, I, I do feel for them. They deserved to win today, did Leeds. They deserve to win, but that's what happens when you don't like... OK, we're like all joking aside, giving him a hard time the other week and he has scored a few. How many goals should Bamford actually have had today? Mm. If he was clinical when he was scoring, there was plenty of opportunities. There was easy opportunities for him. So, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate they didn't win the game, but it's not like they had one chance to snatch the game. They had 10, 10 decent chances and didn't take one single one of them. So... Mm. Couldn't really care less. The game was ruined by Pepe being a petulant yes. fool. I literally yeah. ruined the game because that was it. Arsenal just had to sit back. Um, what more can you do? They did try and hit on the hit leads on the break, but yeah, Pepe headbutting uh, Alioski, wasn't it? Um, yes. There was a bit of drama just before then because there, there was a bit of argy-bargy yeah. off the ball. But I'm not being funny. When you are playing, you, you can't even get away with something like that on a Sunday morning. So what makes you think that at a Premier League ground, you could get away with doing something like that when there's, um, there's, there's 29 cameras for a live TV game? There's also the VAR. And, you know, if whatever reason, all of those miss it, the watching fan is going to see all that happen as well and therefore yeah. put it on social media, tweet it and stuff. It will get circulated. Easy to get retrospective punishment on that. But now he's going to miss the next three games. I don't think it's going to affect Arsenal that much because Pepe has done absolutely nothing since he's signed for Arsenal, apart from scoring a couple of free kicks in the Europa League, which were sublime, by the way. But the thing is as well, like... The, the... I could kind of let him off if he was 1920. Let's not forget Pepe's older than everyone you think. He's 25. He has absolutely been suckered in. Like they've had a little bit of a nibble further on up the pitch. <clears throat> they've come back to it. And Alioski, all he's done is squared up to him and, and like he's literally he might as well have just said to, to Pepe, go on, go on, mate, go on. Yeah, he's anticipated me, it. On me. And he's just gone wham. Like He's literally brought it. He's well, he hasn't gone. He hasn't gone wham. It's very soft. It's just more of a leaning, isn't it? It's not. It's it's a, fact it's not a done it. There's an action. Yeah, yeah. An, yeah. There's an action. Yeah, there's an action just by leaning. He hasn't like gone like like proper like moved his neck like ready to head, ready to like Glasgow given, kiss him. He's given it a pigeon. He's he's had a little. Yeah, bit, yeah. Like, he's had a little little peck any. And yeah, yeah, you can't you, you, peke. Should we call him peke from now on? Peke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is toilet. It's annoying because he shares the same name as my favourite ever chicken joint, and it really annoys me because Pepe's. <laughs> used to be the one, oh, so uh, what? You rather you rather Pepe's over Freddy's and Rio's? Yeah, man. Pepe's was um Pepe's was the one because they had that soft flowery burn, like they actually cooked their chicken like properly. It was nice. What, what about Dixie though? Dixie's alright. Because when I when, when I lived when I lived in East London, right, getting out at East Ham Station and you're still on the platform and you just go, oh, that's Dixie chicken yeah. there. Five it wings and chips for two pound. Yeah, exactly. Depends if you're in the mood for like nice chicken or if you just want. Oh, listen, I want some greasy chicken with some really thin chips with red salt on it. Then then it's what it is. And as you can tell, <laughs> we're talking about chicken. We're talking about chicken because that's pretty much other than Leeds hitting the bar. Uh, Rodrigo came on and had a few decent attempts. One whistled past the post. 
uh, one hit the stanchion. Um, yeah, that was about it. That was that was honestly Leeds probably should have won the game. Uh, Arsenal probably probably. Do you know what? It was a tough fixture going into it, and for Arteta to come out of there and Arsenal to come out of there with a point, playing with ten men against Leeds, it's not the worst result in the world. Arsenal would definitely be happier um, with that. Um, one team in London that did pick up a victory today was West Ham United. Um, they won one nil away to Sheffield United, and it's really dire now for Sheffield United, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the goal, the goal came from Halaire, which was an absolute bang, by the way, from uh, edge of the box, right peg, almost ripped, ripped the ripped the pegs out the bottom of the net, which is lovely. I love those sort of strikes, but. What, we need to we need to have a look at Sheffield United now because look at what they did last year the success if you want to call it that from what they had last season they haven't been able to find their rhythm at all this year this year and even when they've been on topping games they're not able to to find goals yeah they're they're in real trouble and I think it's one of those things now as well I I don't look around that squad and think what changes would you make rather than what Chris Wilder's doing? I don't think he, I don't think any manager comes in there with that squad now and does anything differently and gets def- like different results. They didn't they didn't strengthen enough in 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 the summer, uh, and, and quite a few teams around them did. And the mm. honeymoon period has, has re- well and truly ended. And to be honest, I know it's really defeatist, and there's a lot that there's no point in carrying on the season just thinking we're relegated. But if I was if I was Sheffield United now, I would literally kind of start making start making plans because I can't see how they're going to get out of this. I, re- I really, really don't. They're not going to be able to go out in January and get anyone because who's going to want to go join them? Um, mm-hmm. It would just Bruce, be a, a bunch of washed up players and yeah. or um, a load of championship players. Championship so talent, yeah. If you're going to do that, that's that's telling you um, one one of two things. It's like, well, okay, these championship players are ready to make a step up to the Premier League, or two, a bit like what um, what West Brom did when they bought out like, when they bought like Curlon Grant and things like that. It's like, well, these players are known to play in the Championship, so if we do go down, we've got a We're decent chance for of bouncing yeah, up yeah, for, for next season. Um, I, I said at the time, Brewster, I didn't think it was a good move. He just no. looks lost there. He looks lost there. Uh, McBurney was unlucky to hit the bar, um, but he did have another decent chance in the first half as well. And it's, that's it. Like, McBurney was one of their record signings. Like, he, he, he's not Premier League quality, man. He's, he's not. And, and that's the problem. And that is what's going to happen. They, they, they're not scoring enough goals. Last season, I don't know, it looks like it was because of Dean Henderson, because... That's the only thing that's really changed back there. And and same thing happened. Same thing happened with Birmingham City. I, I, we said this a few weeks ago on the show. Birmingham City did the same thing. They had Joe Hart. This is when Joe Hart used to be good back in the day. And they had uh-huh. Joe Hart and they got to ninth in the league that season. And the following season, Joe Hart weren't there anymore and they went down. Yeah, they won a League Cup against Arsenal. But they, they, they had their moment and they didn't strengthen, they didn't grow. In that see in that following season, but I look at their next few fixtures and it's not looking good for Sheffield United at all, man. John, you, you could call it a six-pointer from now. They've got West Brom next week, and then the week after they've got Leicester at home, then Southampton away, then Man United at home, then Brighton away, then Everton at home on Boxing Day. It's Ish. not how how many points do you genuinely see them picking up from these few fixtures? One. That's six fixtures. Yeah, and that's next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Do you know what I would say as well? Like the Haller goal, it's a good strike and it's, it's his first ever senior goal from outside the box. Keeper gets a hand to it and I think he probably should do a little bit better with it. Yeah. Um, Ramsdale, like, I, th I think someone tries to dig me out in the group by saying that I, I was saying, oh, I, I rate Ramsdale, I rate Ramsdale. Oh, no, I never I said, said that. I said it was a bad, yeah. I, I bad yeah. signing for the money. Yeah. Because I, I said for the money, it's good. It's a good signing, eighteen and a half million. Because that's how much that that's cheap in football nowadays. And Ramsdale is so. still only twenty one, twenty two. You know, he's still quite young. He's got the most save percentage in the Premier League, which doesn't really sell sell a lot. It's more because he's getting peppered all the time. But he didn't look that bad in other teams that he's played in. You know, he's just exposed a lot. So he's got to step up. But then that's what a goalkeeper is meant to do, isn't it? They're meant to stop the ball from going in the back of the net. And if you can't do that, then... Um, you're you're literally not doing your job. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly I think, that. I think, I think Sheffield United are fully, 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 fully doomed now. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I really, I really, I really, 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 really hope uh, they stick with Chris Wilder. And if they go down, like, keep him around and, and try and get him back up, I really hope they don't, they don't get rid Indeed. Right then. Before Speaking I pour of that, another team that are going down. <laughs> yes, it's time for this. What's our Everton? We all know the sections called What Are Everton, but it's a lot of the time we have to look at the opposition that they're playing against as well. But it wasn't all plain sailing for them. Uh, Fulham 2, Everton 3, uh, the score was. The goals uh, came from Calvert-Lewin after just 42 seconds. Um, Bobby Reed, he, um, well, Bobby DeCorva-Reed, as he likes to call himself nowadays, he equalised before Everton raced into a 3-1 lead uh, with goals from uh, Calvert-Lewin again in a lovely move and DeCorva's header. And then uh, Loftus cheek scored in the second half which came as a bit of a surprise to Stephen Cotton why did that come as a bit of a surprise mate oh yeah because uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because this 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 idiot couldn't sleep last night so it's about 4 30 and I was like right if, I, if I'm up this late I'm definitely not going to be up in time for the kickoff so I thought right let me get my bet on now and uh, it was Mitrovic and Calvert-Lewin one shot on target each, even uh, six to five. And I was thinking, that is ridiculous money. That is ridiculous money. Slapped it on. I did wake up in time for the game. I turned it on, saw Mitrovic wasn't starting. I thought, right, this is this is bad news. So Mitrovic <laughs> came on in the 60th minute and he did have a shot on target. And I, I thought, right, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that done because uh, Calvert-Lewin's Calvert got, got a brace. <laughs> well, it, wasn't, it wasn't calvert Lewin that I had. It was uh, it's Loftus Cheek. It was. He was on the bench as well. He was on like, the bench as well. Mitrovic and Loftus Cheek both came on in the 60th minute. Both had a shot on target and saved the day. Luckily, but I was. Oh, I was. It was. It was like you said. It was a double barreledness I saw it and I was like, "Yeah, hang on." And I saw the and hyphen in the middle. Uh, it's not even the hyphen. You know, it's DLC and RLC. And it it's like awful. DCL and RLC, so it's so easy to 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 get that wrong. But um, you got away with it, and that's the main thing. And okay, Everton got away with it today because 
Everton that opened up the game, you know, they weren't messing around. Why are Fulham trying to play out from the back? They know they're... I don't know. They know they're not able to do that. And they got done by that. Um, they have done by that, actually, a couple of times this season already, trying to play out the back and, and screwing themselves over. Um, oh, but Bobby, get... Bobby Reed's goal was, was pretty tidy as well. I think I've already said this before, but I'm definitely going to have to get a T-shirt made up, like a two-up-top T-shirt that, that literally says, just because you can play out from the back doesn't mean you should. Uh, like mm. I'm pretty sure I've already said that before, but I've, I've definitely said about the actual don't play out from the back a thousand times before. Come on, man. You haven't got Sergio Ramos back there knocking it around with a ram. Like, you're Fulham. You are Fulham. Mm. You are in a relegation battle. It's the first <laughs> minute of the game. What are you doing? You're not... Uh... Oh no! Oh no! It's frustrating to watch as a neutral. It's just like what? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. What? Yeah. Are you, what are you? Well, I, was, I was cutting potatoes. Oh, I was cutting potatoes. I was, I was, oh boys, come on, man! Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, it was sad stuff. But you know, being there at the right time and the right place, you know, the, the finish wasn't very clean. But I really appreciate the way that Calvert Lewin got himself in that position in the first place. And I think that's what Martin Kern was trying to say earlier on on comms. But made it look like it was some world class sort of finish. But I, 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 I get, I get the logic. But the second goal that he scored, that was a nice move, like nice knocking it about and stuff. Um, Wobi filling out at, at right wing back. Yeah, uh, but Everton do worked. play a lot of players out. Of, yeah, well, it, it worked well, almost. Well, it yeah. did, but it almost didn't work. Uh, the Everton, they honestly in the last twenty minutes, they're three one up, and Everton literally tried to snatch a draw out of the jaws of victory. Like they were they were cruising and then just decided to go, ah, oh, bollocks to this. Let's let's let let's let Fulham get back in the game. Because Fulham scored, it was a sloppy goal. It was a deflection from Loftus Cheek. But that well was it. before but, that, before that, before they that, yeah. had a penalty well, um, which they screwed up. Before that. About exactly. And before that, yeah. Dev Badger, who is watching the show, um dude, your your book is currently over there, I can't reach it, but make sure you go out and buy Dev's book, um, which is a great book, and it's coming out to Christmas. Um, I would say it's stocking filler, but it's it's too big to fit in a stocking. But it's a very good book, and you should read it. I've just about coming to the end of it now as well. Um, but yeah, Fulham should just be banned from taking penalties. Now, Fulham really need to start thinking about their relationship with the with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and just like having that NFL feel, and just finding. A penalty taker or a kicker, so wheel to speak, on, and just wheel them on. Right, I've got a penalty. Wheel them on. Take the pen. Off you go. So, in once again, going back to the five substitutions rule, if they've made three substitutions already and they get a penalty, just bring just bring a penalty taker on. Do you know, well, Mitrovic had just come on, and I thought, right, I have to look when the other week, like Mitro is going to want, he's going to want this. No. Why and... would Mitro want that penalty? He's missed his last two for Fulham and he's stopped his country from making it to the Euros next year. Well, mate, yeah, exactly. So maybe he, he, he wants to prove Retribution. a point. Retribution. But who was, your, who, was your, who was your man that took the penalty? Because he slipped over taking it and put it over. Um, is it Kamara? Not Kamara. Um, oh, was it, it wasn't AK-47, was it? No, it wasn't AK-47. Um, um, Cap, Cap, oh, bloody hell, I can't, I can't remember his oh, frigging fine. name. That's fine. Put me on the spot like that. Um, but um, but yeah, seconds later, they, they it was all right because they were able to bring one back. Oh, but Cavalero. Cavalero, that's it, yeah. Um, when he... Yeah, cause he, he double-kicked it. So he slipped as he's taking it. So, yeah, the game the correctly gave an indirect free kick. But, you know, just, just you know, you, you must know whether 
what the ground's like as you're going to take it. You know, when you're doing your steps back, if you feel a little bit of uneasiness, you know, you'll yeah. you'll 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 aid your well, run, you'll guide your run in a particular way. Any any Fulham player taking a penalty at the minute feels uneasy. I'm telling you now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would I would have let I would have let Lutman take it actually. You know, and been like, right, okay, here's your chance to to um. Well, here's a chance for retribution. Yeah, so like, here's it, like, go go out there and 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 bury this one. But no, they um they fluffed their lines, man. They fluffed their lines. But um, that's all. That's all of Sunday's games. Um, let's um go into you know, I, I, Saturday's games. What are you going to say? It wasn't Clark? a very super Sunday. I was just going to say it wasn't a very super Sunday. <laughs> I just felt considering there was four games as well, it it did just feel like a bit Blair today. The football felt, felt a bit let down by it. Yeah, yeah. Let's um should we work backwards or should we work forwards? Um before we do that, um Ruben should have took it. Um I've not I've not actually seen um Loftus Cheek take a penalty before, so I don't know what he's about, but he is six foot four and he's got good composure. So, you know, just just have a go at it really. Um let's start let's start let's start at um at Old Trafford. Because there was talking points in that game, and there was talking points in the game um, before that as well. So we'll sort of tie that in, and our good old pal VAR showing its face, showing its ugly face once again. Um, just not long after Halloween, Manchester United won West Brom nil. We had the live watch along for this game as well. Uh, Bruno Fernandes scored a penalty um, on 56 minutes. Um, this is the second time he took it after it was retaken for um, for the first one. But literally a minute before that, West Brom were awarded a penalty and it was rescinded after David Coote went over to have a look at the VAR screen and said, no, it's not a penalty. Thoughts? Thoughts. My thoughts are, um, I, I, I don't know what the narrative is at the minute. Like it's, all of, it's almost like they've changed the rules and not told anyone. But even pundits, commentators, everyone keeps saying, "Oh well, he's touched the ball first. So there, there's this now. There's now this narrative that if you touch the ball first, you can just do what you want, sort of thing. Um, How many red cards have been given over time where they've got the ball first, but they've eaten through the plowed through? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've gone to VAR with it, and they're given a red card anyway. Honest opinion, I thought the Bruno <laughs> one probably was a penalty, but. As we'll get onto in a minute, the, there was there was a very similar one in the Villa game that wasn't given. So again, with the consistency, if you're not going to give one, you can't give one literally an hour later for the exact same thing. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any probably about it. It's a. It's a. It's a penalty, and I would. I would argue as going as close to saying it was Stonewall. The fact that when you when you see it. Is literally like he's seen it. It's like well, the tackles happen. Bam, tsh, pen. That's how you know. You know it in your in your heart. And there wasn't there wasn't even that much protest. There was yeah. protest. Obviously, there's always protest anyway when a penalty is given, unless you you know it is literally just snapped his leg off. But it wasn't really that much. It was more it was more of a hopeful protest from Man United. So that tells me. Why are you even looking at it? Why contravene stuff? Is it a, is it a um, clear and obvious error that was made just there? No, it's not clear and obvious that error. So if that was the other way around, 
if that was the other way around and no penalty was given and they go, oh, you should go check that, nine times out of ten, frigate. Ten times out of ten, it'll go to the monitor. Go to the monitor, it's given a pen. It's almost like they've said, right, if I go to the monitor, I have to change my decision. Yeah. We have not seen a decision yet from VAR, um, well, from a match official going over to the uh, over to the VAR screen, sticking with what they have seen. They've not done it every single time, whether it be a yellow card upgraded to a red, a red card downgraded to a yellow, a penalty should be given or a penalty not, uh, should not be given. Not once have we seen in this country a decision made on field. They've gone over to the screen and then they've still said, no, I stick with my decision. And that yeah. tells me that there is no backbone in, in match officials right now. We've, we've said we've said it so many times and we really have like... Um... Yeah, I mean, it, it, if it's given, it's a soft one. But again, he's he's then looked at it himself, which is what we wanted. At least we're getting somewhere because for the last few weeks, we've been saying we want the referees to go and look and make their own decisions. So he's gone and re-looked at it and he's he's not given it. Um, I don't know. And then and then we got the other end of it. It's a handball and what can you what can you do? Mm. Yeah. And then and then, and then and then and then and oh no, it's on another penalty for Man United, like, tough. Stop fouling us in the box or stop handball. That, 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 yeah, um, that, that was a pen. There's, there, there's not, I haven't got any yeah. argument with that. Did um, you, you say um, there's a foul in the build-up, though? Um, not really. I don't, I don't think so either. Everyone, no. I, I see that going around a lot on, on Twitter. I was just thinking it's a bit of a coming yeah, together. I don't, like I don't, yeah. And then everyone, everyone's salty that it was retaken, but the keepers, the keepers on the penalty spot. What do you um, well, what makes me laugh is people going, oh, well, the second one, the keeper came off the line, that should be retaken. Scored, read the laws of the game. Read the laws of the game. If we that goes high and wide, if that goes high and wide, or if it goes in 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 in, um, in the back of the net, that is not going to get retaken because the keeper came off his line again. So don't at me about that. Talk, go speak to IFAB if you need if you want it, a little yeah, bit of clarification was, on that one. It was a hard ninety minutes to watch. That was um, just before we move on. Uh, so if you watched the, uh, the, the watch along yesterday. I was really, really, really angry at Martial, and after having calmed down, and <laughs> after calming down and watching the highlights, I am still really, really angry at Martial. Oh, I yeah, thought I'm... you were gonna say I'm really no, sorry. No, 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 Anthony, no I'm no, really no. sorry, mate. I didn't no, mean no, it. No. <laughs> been... And do you know what? Yeah, he he was like it in the Everton game. He literally just wanders, man. He doesn't yeah, man. put an effort in to get in behind. He doesn't offer an option, mate. Cavani came on, and it's Cavani's thirty, what thirty three. 34. 33, yeah. He, he's not the 30, 30, 34 on um, on Valentine's Day, did you know? And he, and he came on and he was making runs. He was moving defenders about. Like, why why are you leaving it to this guy who's like not even that fast and old, like doing what you should be doing? Rashford was. There's nothing wrong with being 33, by the way. It's not it's not old. Yeah. Right? Rashford was the same yesterday as well, though. Not making any decent runs, not getting in behind. It was all very 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 sideways yesterday, man. Very sideways. Mm playing just listen you know West Brom are going to sit 11 deep why are we starting matter I think uh, what I liked about West Brom though they weren't scared they weren't no, scared. They, they actually tried. The they tried. They tried to give you a game and that as well. And Callum Robertson, Northampton's finest, um, comes off the bench as well. And um, you know, he hit the bar. He had a good opportunity there with that one. And but it's, it's, it's almost like uh, we offered them to to get back into the game. It was almost like we were like, oh, go on then. It was. Just, mm. It was just really. It was really bad. It's three points. We move on. But I don't want to see more of that from um, Martial and yeah other players. Now, I wanted to talk um, about a, a, another club right now, but 
I feel that we need to stick with the penalty situation um, because it, it happened here and it was um, Aston Villa 1, uh, Brighton 2. Um, this had a very similar situation that were, that happened in the Manchester United game, and that's why I felt that like we should talk about this game next because I want to know, I want, I want, I want to understand the differences. I want, I want to have a have a good old chinwag about it. So, um, yes, the goals. Let's talk about the goals first. The goals came from Danny Welbeck. Beautiful finish from Danny Welbeck, chipping the goalkeeper on 12 minutes. Um, Equaliser from from Konsa, from a corner. Um, it, was, it, was, it was nice how he, how he made himself available to, to get his right peg on the end of that. And my boy Solly March, mate. I love Solly March. He ain't even that good, but he's one of those people that I just love. He's just a, he's just an average Premier League footballer. But it was a really, really, really tidy finish. But the penalty, Cotton. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm not even. Do you know what? I know, I don't know what people will say. I have. I haven't even looked to, on Twitter for Villa or anything. But I know what people will be saying. Serves you right about Sheffield United. This, that, and the other. How you cannot give that as a penalty in the 94th minute or whatever it is? How you cannot give that as a penalty? Like. I was, well, I, it, I have, it was given I once have... again. It was given, and then it was taken away. So, um, for a bit, a bit of um, clarity for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, Jack Grealish has got the ball. Uh, no, Jack, did he have the ball? He was about to get to him, and Solly March has taken Grealish's leg out. But as he's gone to make the make the challenge, the ball has skipped up and touched Solly March on his shin. So. What they what they are trying to say is that Solly March won the ball, got a, a touch of the ball before he got the man, and that is is dire. You have to go back and find it. Anyone who hasn't seen it, if you are watching uh, watching with us right now, watch it after the show, obviously, because you, you need to watch us. And if you are listening to the show, please go on YouTube right now or or whatever and go find it. You know it's. It's it's I, I, disgusting. Like disgusting. I said, man, all, and all the pundits and stuff. Uh, what Peter Walton on BT said, like straight away, it's a penalty. Um, but all the pundits and stuff. Again, I don't know what this. Don't know where this has come from in the last few weeks. But the the everyone keeps saying, "Oh, he's touched the ball first. So, like, I can't. What does that mean? I can make a clearance and then slap you in the face. I can't. Like, I can't go. Well, I've, I've touched the ball first. Ref, whap. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Well, it's, that's it's the thing. It happened. It happened early on today. It happened early on today. You know, won the ball, still got red. You know, I, I remember. I remember the Arsenal Palace game. I remember that one because who, um, Ed Hall. Who, who, um, who, who, um, who, who got red today? Who got red today? Who got? Um, who got the red today? Um, oh, why is my mind eluding me today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He touched his balls first, um, and then uh, oh, that thing on Twitter that was hilarious as well. Um, but um, but yeah, was it? No, was it? Was it? They weren't, they weren't red in the Prem. No, no, they weren't, 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 weren't red. No, weren't today. When was it? Was it the, was it, um, the, the Lamperty thing? That James, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like saying like about Ed, I remember is when we went down to Crystal Palace and, you know, uh, Aubameyang touched the ball slightly on, on Max Meyer and um, went to VAR, got a red card and, West Brom didn't give United a game, but hey, baby brain. Um, your 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 opinion, sir. Your opinion. Um, come on and speak to us right now. Uh, if you he if can't, you disagree. He can't, he can't. Oh, he can't. Okay, uh, good lad. Um, love you, Ed. But yeah. Right, but um, yeah, the, the penalty. penalty is it's a penalty. 
Both of them are penalties. There's no argument about it. I don't understand. Once again, they've gone to VAR and they have chosen to overturn what they have seen. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, I mean, that, that was that was my grievance with, with the Bruno one when they were VAR in it. I, I, I was literally just screaming, like, if you're not going to give the one in the Villa game, you ain't given this one. Because you can't, it mm-hmm. literally can't be an hour apart you deciding to give this one and, and, and not another one. And, well, they, they both... I, I'll tell you what as well, I don't know whether whether the rest bottled it because it's 94th minute as well and he's decided, like... Well, well he's not bottled it because he's given it. He's gi- initially given and it. And you know what? Like you said, literally... Instantly, as soon as he saw the as soon as he saw the foul, straight to the yeah. spot. He didn't yeah, hang around. Yeah, yeah. Literally, and that is that is your gut as a referee. That is your gut. You you literally when you when you make a decision, you play it back a millisecond after it's happened in your mind, and it's like right, okay. Or if you if you're ninety nine percent sure it's a penalty, you've got one percent doubt, which means there is an element of doubt. You can't give it. But as soon if you in your soul, in your in your gut, feel that is one hundred percent apparently, you hit the whistle, you point in the spot, and off you go. Yeah, is 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 embarrassed himself there, absolutely embarrassed, uh, embarrassed himself. Um, I love DCL yeah, says Cal Blundell, who's watching the show. Thank we you very do much as well. Watching. Um, but yeah, he, like, like I said, I said this yesterday to Ed as well. Um, the thing I don't know if I said it to you as well. The thing is. If the if the ball stays in play, right, and you've you've taken the, the player down, like okay, if you if you make that challenge and the player doesn't get like go down, he can still get to that ball. The fact that you say you've got the ball or whatever, you've literally like I said, you've taken him out of the game, you've not given him a chance to try and get to the ball or the rebound. You you've stopped him, you've impeded yeah. him, you've stopped him. He hasn't won. He hasn't got. He hasn't won the ball though. Oh, That's no, the thing. Not, the ball has skipped up and and hit him on the shin. He hasn't intended to make to to gain contact with the ball in that way. So how can you tell me that he's won the ball? He I hasn't. Would, would the, the Villa one is definitely way. Even though they're both penalties, the, the Villa one is way more of a penalty than the United one. The Villa one think? is stuck. Yeah, the Villa See, one. Is I, I, I I would say it's the other way around. They're both. They're, for me, they are both one hundred percent penalties. The, Bru- no the Bruno one. The Bruno one. You can at least see him like nick the ball shin on his shin on shin, man. It's not as bad as the Villa one, I don't think. And I'm not being biased. I think the you know I think the Bruno one was a penalty, but the Villa one, I think, I think Refi's just absolutely cacked his pants. Um, oh. 94th minute. Oh, oh, look at the monitor, and he's just and he's just had it. I think we'll agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I think we will, because I think the Man United one is literally like, how can how 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 can you not give anything other than a penalty? I understand the reason why they have overturned it, but at the same time, it's wrong. It, like, it shouldn't be overturned in 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 the, in the Brighton Villa yeah, game. Same, same villa. But, but like I said, if you want, we want consistency. Like uh, I mean, before we move on, consistently oh, go wrong. On. But, yeah, exactly. Consistently wrong. Before we move on, I just want I want to touch on on Brighton at the moment because Brighton have been playing some really nice football all damn season. They're not picking up enough victories. This win today, how do you feel this will help propel them? Ex- excluding next week because they've got Liverpool next week. Uh, I've said it before though. The thing is, like, you can be really naive with just trying to play nice football and not getting results. But they got the result at the weekend. Whether they should have done or shouldn't have done is another thing. As, do you know what? Then I don't think they're in any danger of going down. 
realistically, are they looking at European football? I don't think they are. I think if you, they should just carry on. No, nothing needs to be drastically changed. Just keep playing your football. They probably need to be a little bit more grit and determination to like grind out results and, mm-hmm. and, and break teams down. But just they should just stay the way they are. They're playing good football. They're not in any danger. I don't. I don't really see. I don't see it like it sounds really disrespectful, but I'm not. They're a bit of a middle of the road. Like I don't. I don't really. They do excite me sometimes, but then sometimes it, it, it's just. It is what it is. They're they're bottom half team. So what? They've got some relatively nice fixtures coming up though. So yes, they've got Liverpool next week. I don't expect them to get anything. They are playing at home, but who cares who's playing at home and away at the moment with with no fans there. Um, they, they've also got um, they've got she- um, Southampton the week after. Then they've got um, that's at home. They've got Leicester away. Then they've got Fulham away, Sheffield United at home, and West Ham away on Boxing Day. How many points do you see them getting out of their next six games? Because I think it's going to be ten. Ten? Yeah, I was going to. I was going to say about nine, eight or nine. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can see. I can see them beating Fulham, um, Sheffield United, and West Ham. If I'm honest, um, I, I, I just don't know. Like that, that point may come against, may come against what? Leicester. What do, weird. About, what do you think about Villa at the minute, though? Because obviously they beat Arsenal the other week. They, Very convincingly. They'd lost three games on the spin or something, before two or three games on the spin before that, hadn't they? Mm. So they've, they've literally just plodded. Well, they, yeah, they lost They lost three on the bounce before Arsenal or two. Anyway, but they played yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, they, yeah, Arsenal they, yeah, they, they, they beat, they, yeah, they beat Liverpool and then they lost They lost three, I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah so Leeds, Leeds, Everton and Southampton, wasn't it? And then they, um, then obviously, yeah, they beat Arsenal and now they've fallen back again. But I don't think they need to worry about anything at all. I mean, like they, no, they're no, already... No, I don't think they need to... They're already performing way better than they are last season. They just need to make sure they keep Jack Grealish fit because Jack Grealish is is the guy, man. So good. Now, Villa's next next fixtures. Do you remember end of last season when it was all going down? It was Villa West Ham. Well, that's what's happening next week. So it's um Villa Villa, Villa West Ham um, next week. Villa playing away. Then they've got Newcastle at home. Uh, Wolves away in the in the um, West Midlands derby. Then they've got Burnley at home, and then West Brom away in another derby. And then oh, they're squeezing another one in on before Boxing Day. Oh no, that is that is six games there. Um, Crystal Palace at home. Now I can see them picking up out of those six. I could genuinely, genuinely see them picking up sixteen points out of those. Uh, I see them getting about uh, about nine or twelve. Mm. I, I can see them winning all of those, bar one, and that one will well, be a draw, I, I thought, and I'll be against Wolves. I thought they were going to beat Brighton. I thought they were going to beat Brighton, mate. That's the thing. Brighton play nice football. Brighton, Brighton, Brighton. Brighton. Villa do as well. Yeah, they've returned to being Aston Villa Acker killer. Villa, Villa will be really upset by the injury to Ross Barkley because yeah. that was early on in the game, and like he, he's like they they like to have Jack Grealish as a ball carrier, but the main ball carrier at the moment is is Ross Barkley, in it, and then feeding it out to out to Grealish and let him do his magic in the final third. With with him missing, I feel that Grealish will have to come back and do a lot more work in the deep. But as long as they haven't got to play Traore, that'll be all right because he's one of the deadest ballers I've ever seen in my life. 
he is literally the fact that he is so one-footed for a professional footballer is absolutely astounding. Like he literally mm. he can't even dribble with his other foot. Like he is so he might as well just chop it off. But yeah, he's again we've said like Ajax were they didn't care about letting him go. Like he is so poor, man. He's mm-hmm. he's not a great wide player. You don't want him cutting in. You know, like honestly, the Trezeguet. I really like Trezeguet. I like um, Trezeguet. Trezeguet is nice. I just don't. Yeah, Traore is just so, just so, so dead. He, he, it won't be long till he's moved on again. I'm telling you. Nah, nah, and he will probably find himself in the championship or something. Um, one team that won't be in the championship anytime soon is Tottenham Hotspur, um, who are top of the league at the moment as we speak. Um, they top, beat Man top City. Top, t- Tottenham Hotspur. Um, top they, they, Hotspur. they, they, they won two nil uh, at home to Man City. Man City do not enjoy travelling to that stadium at all it's funny you know they they love going to one stadium in north london but not the other um son again lovely lovely uh, move for that one um what wound me up about son's goal is that kane had no involvement but the commentary team couldn't wait to get kane's name in their mouths about yeah, it yeah. Let's talk about Ndombele for a hot minute it's because like, Ndombele yeah, had a wonderful game until he went he, yeah. he went off because they're saving him. They've got a number of they've got a lot of fixtures coming up. Spurs are so yeah, they, 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 they genuinely wanted to be like, oh well, Kane played the pass that led to the pass that led to the free kick happening. Well, so, what they said, do you know what <laughs> I said to it? It was so it was so damn annoying. They were like, well, Kane Kane's played like a decoy role there, coming deep, and you know the ball just went straight over him. It's just dragged it's dragged defenders out of the way. It's like no, they haven't. No, they haven't. You know, it's just just leave leave him alone. You know, uh, yeah, but... Kane has his time to do his thing. At the moment, it's the Son show. And let's talk about Son, because Son is playing himself into that sort of world-class category at the moment. He is, but he has been, Son's been world-class for like a good season, and a, a, maybe even a season and a half, but Son's been world-class for a while, man. He is world, he literally is world-class. Like, I mm. don't think there's many, there's not many better left forwards or left wingers that you would want in world football right now that, that, that isn't Son. Um, yeah, and and that you can play as a striker as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's the joy of it, isn't it? Because he is so versatile across that front three. He looks so comfortable yeah. in any one of those positions. He will score goals. He'll assist. He will happily come and do the dirty work and come deep. Look at that goal that he scored against um, Burnley last year, which is what we ranked as goal of the season last the year. The just, yeah, 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 but he's come home. He's come home to do the dirty work, and then he's gone up and, and taken everyone on. You know, so he is. <laughs> He's special, speaking man. He's special. Speaking of doing the dirty work, Tottenham had a lot of dirty work to deal with. Um, they, they, they. I think they honestly Spurs yesterday. I don't think that the game plan could have gone any better for them. They, mm. everyone, everyone stuck to their tasks. The, the, the midfield was just cleaning up balls. I don't know. City did. It was like a siege. They were just penning them in. But whenever there was uh, moments where Tottenham needed to, to defend or battle in the midfield, they were, everyone to a man was doing it really well. Serge mm. Aurier had a good game. Serge Aurier, I loved Serge Aurier yesterday because his tackle helped my goat acker come in, which was lovely. Goal, goal, offside, assist and tackle. The goal I asked for Son, thank you very much, five minutes in. The offside from uh, from Gabriel Jesus, thank you very much. Um, The assist from Harry Kane, um, which we'll come on to in a couple of moments, and a tackle from from Serge Aurier, 22 to 1. Thank you very much. I just want to talk about something really quickly as well. We're talking about um, the inconsistencies in the rules and officials. Jesus is humble. 
I want to fight someone. I honestly, I'm a Man United fan, right? And I honestly want to fight someone over this handball. Uh, if I swear, Gav, I will come through that screen and, and strangle you. If you, if, you tell, if you tell me, if you try and tell me it's a handball, I honestly, it's God, not. I'm it's not. No, it's not. It's we, not even anywhere had... near his hand. He's hit him like what? here, right? See, I, I, initially, I didn't, I didn't even picture. think it hit his arm at all. No, it but hit him right there. But which is even worse because Mike Dean oh. said it hit him here. It hit him here. It's like. What? No, tell me you've seen that picture. Have you seen oh, the picture oh, oh. of Mike Dean I've pointing I've to seen where it. he's saying? Uh, well, if that's where it's hit him, if that's where it's hit him, it's not handball, then is it? With the new laws, they've got it so wrong. It's not. It's literally like come off his knee and it's hit him like under under here and got like trapped there. Honestly, yeah. me and Ed were doing the watch along, and I said to him, I was like, this is why it's very subjective and stuff. Because I said to him, I was like, we're, we're both watching the same replay. I yeah. can't see a handball, mate. I can't see it touching his hand. Does anyone? Does anyone actually say it is handball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite, there's quite I don't, uh, really? Uh, because uh, initially, I actually thought it skipped up and hit him on the chest. So oh, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I thought it did. But the fact that Mike Dean has turned around and said, yes, it has hit his arm, but it's hit him above his sleeve. It's hit him there. Then Chaos, that is truly embarrassing. And that changes Chaos. the whole dynamic of the game. Because City, City were in control. They were dominating the game, but they just didn't have any final product. And we can bang on about Jesus again if you like, but yeah, it's just. Let me see if we can find it because I'll, I'll probably word it right anyway. But there was the most delicious um, city being city at halftime. Their official Twitter account, a Twitter account. Um, let me see if I can find it because honestly, it's so glorious. Oh, it's literally God. like poor it's city. Literally, yeah, yeah, didn't want to win anyway. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Um, with me two seconds. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right. Official official City Twitter account. This is their tweet. Half time. One of the most one sided halves of football you're ever going to see in the Premier League. But it's City who go in behind. Oh, cry more. Cry more. Ain't that awful? Ain't that just tragic? Just put one nil. Like, yeah. Just. And then it got absolutely even more worse for him. Well, where I got my assist, it's where it's where I got my assist from from Harry Kane. Thank you very much. I didn't think I was going to get it in the end, and he found a Celso. It was seventeen seconds. It's the quickest. It's one of the quickest um, uh, goals as a substitute um, in Premier League history. And do you know who has got the quickest goal in in um, Premier League history? Actually, and and yeah. Is he currently in the Premier League? No, he's not currently in the Premier League. One thing I can tell you, he does have a book out. It's not Dev Badger, though. It's a book out? Uh, I don't know. Chris Kamara. Uh, no, it was Nicholas Bentner. 1.8 seconds against Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, Nicky B. And you know I love Nicky B as well. Oh, God, almost, almost signed for Man United um, as, as, oh, a, as a teenager. You could have um, had a world-class player on your hands there. Um, Sean will back this up for me quickly. I, uh, for about a whole, a whole year and a whole summer, my uh, background on my phone was that picture of Nicholas Bentner on the beach with a little straw hat on, drinking out of like a coconut. That was my phone background. I loved him. Right. I loved him. Oh my Lord. He is, he is, he is a bit of a G, I'm not going to lie. Um, just because he's just one of those people that has gives zero Fs. Um, Newcastle nil, Chelsea two. Uh, the goals came from um, a, Fabri uh, a Frankie Fernandez own goal. Uh, that's what they dubbed it as in the end. Uh, couldn't try and claim that. And, and Tammy Abraham, 
on on 65 minutes. I didn't really enjoy this game much, if I'm honest. Um, Chelsea were uh, dominant. Yeah. Um, I did like. I, I do like what Chelsea are doing at the moment. They're keeping a lot of clean sheets. You could argue about all oh, this who they're playing against and this that, and the other, but you can teams like Newcastle have picked up points this season. You know they've they've picked up a couple of wins in that, and to go away on a Saturday afternoon that that first kickoff is always a tough game. You should never bet on it and that sort of stuff. You know they always say it, and also the fact that pretty much every in fact it was true all eighteen of the match day squad for Chelsea were on international duty, and there was hardly any Newcastle ones that were in comparison. So. It could have been very, very hairy, and it didn't work out that way. They went out there, they did a professional job, they got the job done, and off they went. But yeah, professional job. It was it was hard to watch at times. I thought it, it was, was very just... hard to watch. But you go out there, you get your result, you play to win. They've done their thing. I tell you, Werner Werner wasted a couple of chances. Uh, there's yeah. especially one where he was trying to, instead of taking the shot, he was trying to square it across. So I think it was, was it ZH? Either way, it was a very under-hit pass and it just it was just a complete waste. But yeah, Chelsea just keep marching on, man. And the thing is, like, they they should be. With the players they have and the squad they have, they should they should be doing well. That That's it. Like, I don't think we need to praise them, praise them too much. Like, I think the reason why the, the, the praise is being heaped on is because we've been banging on about how crass defensively Chelsea have been and Lampard doesn't know how to defend or that sort of stuff. We look at all the games that they've kept clean sheets in this season. Yeah, they should be keeping clean sheets. But under Lampard, these are games that they haven't been keeping clean sheets. And I do feel that having someone like Mendy in goal, or as the commentators call it, and all the Chelsea now fans call him, Mondi. Mondo. For having him in goal, it is making a difference. He has... He has Provided a, a more calming. Yeah, I was going to say because the defense aren't terrified yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah and honestly... Rudiger, Rudiger got his first start of the season as well in the Premier League. Oh, I love Rudiger. I think he should be starting for Chelsea every week. Mate, me and you would have kept a clean sheet in that Chelsea defense with Jolington playing the way he was and Carroll coming on. Like what? Dude, what uh, you maybe because you are like six six, but me, I'm not. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably help out. I'll probably help out in, in a sweeper position or something. Yeah, what, what does it matter? He, he could, he, Jolinton could still beat you in the air to the header and still not score. So we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, Newcastle, we'll make some what, happen. What, what do you see? Do you know what? Like Newcastle, I've said it before. Steve Bruce just doesn't get the credit he deserves for steadying the ship. And just, well, like, I've been them. seeing lots of new with Steve Bruce out stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, it's the same thing every single year, right? And we've had, me and you have had this conversation 10 times. Newcastle fans, it's not 1995-96 anymore. Kevin Keegan isn't your manager, Shearer isn't up front, and you haven't got Peter Beardsley playing. It's not the same time. You don't have any right to still think you should be up there and that you should be this powerhouse in football anymore it's not the case like, well they were never a powerhouse i think that, that because it's because their close is yeah well no no yeah they got close but they never were you know they 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 they, they honestly think they are a big club no you are a one club town city uh one club city and you have a massive massive fan base that's what it is you don't 
Yeah. You're not a big club, so I think Newcastle fans need to remember where they're at. They've got they've got a tough fixture um, fixture list at the moment for me. I would say it is anyway. Um, they've got um, they've got Palace away. That's not going to be easy. Villa away. Uh, West Brom at home. That's three points. Leeds away. Fulham at home. That's three points. Um, and uh, and then New and then Newcastle um, have also got to go to Man City on Boxing Day. Then easy man. <laughs> And easy. They've got, to, they've got to go to City on Boxing Day. And I'll tell you, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it if they won. I would love it. Absolutely love it. Um, right. So that's uh, that's all the games in the Premier League anyway. And there's two games that are playing tomorrow. Um, we'll just rattle through those very, very quickly. Um, that's Burnley versus Crystal Palace. Um, that's, wow. That's, that, that's, I'm glad uh, the, the pay per view is gone because you just know that stinks of nil nil pay per view, 5 30 kickoff. That that isn't it. Like, no thanks. Not on a Monday. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll still watch it because it's football on a Monday. But yeah, exactly. I'm going to watch it as well. Um, what are we saying? One each on that? No, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going two one. I'm going. I'm going two one. Burnley win. Did you just? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking, what, <laughs> what the hell has happened there? Um, and this then uh, Wolves. Right, you know what's going to happen now. You said that it's going to be like five four in the Burnley Palace game, and it's going to be it's nil nil all the time. Wolves versus Southampton. I'm I'm going with the Southampton win on that one as well. I'm I'm going to say a two one on that again, but I think it's going to be very very tight at two one. Mm. Uh, Do you know I can see Southampton nicking this. It just depends. What wolves come out, but I think I honestly, I'm 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 gonna say Southampton. I'm gonna say Southampton for that. They're in great form. Mm. Indeed. Now, um, yeah. So that that's it, really, uh, from us. Um, before we go, we do need to um, show you a little something. Uh, so if you are listening to the show, then um, pour on you, pour on you, and you should now go to our YouTube channel, which is www.youtube.com forward slash to top football. So therefore, you can see. The picture that Cotton was on about. There he is. This was my screensaver for a whole year. A Lord Bentner. Lord Bentner smashing out. Uh, smashing out. <laughs> some Ford Drinking cocktail. out of a mango or whatever it is. In, 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 in a coconut with a straw on the beach. What Strong shades as well. He absolutely guy. loves it. But um, that's, that's, that's it. Let's, um, let's uh, well, um, I was going to say get a table up. We should start doing that more. Or do it on the Bundesliga yeah. show. I don't know why I don't do it on this. Um, but yeah, follow us on all social media, at Two at Top Football, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all the, all the Jasmine Taz. You'll be able to find it. Um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash Two at Top Football. Um, and did you know, if you put Two at Top into Google, our name comes up first. I did. And if you type in Bentner Coconut into Google, that image comes up first as well. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. So myself, Gav Mack and Stephen Cotton, thank you and good night. See you later.